Welcome to the Marcia Miyake Show, where our mission is to share thought-provoking ideas, practical tools, and tangible strategies to up-level your life, business, and relationships. I'm your host, Marcia Miyake, leadership and emotional intelligence consultant, executive coach, and conscious mama of two. Through solo episodes and interviews with experts in the medical, research, business, and spiritual fields, this show helps you to shift from the illusion that success in one area of your life means failure in another to the understanding that you truly get to have it all. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode, my loves. When I say the word trigger, what comes to mind? How often do you use the word trigger or some kind of phrase using the word trigger or triggered or triggering in your day-to-day life? So I observed myself really overusing this word and I find it really common amongst people who have done a lot of the work, quote unquote, right? People who have done a lot of personal development because we see it as a way of us taking responsibility rather than saying, that person made me feel that way, which if you've done any kind of work on emotional intelligence or any kind of healing work or just personal development in general, we know that that is one of the most disempowering terms and phrases we can say is so-and-so made me feel this way. We know so clearly that that's giving our power away. But are you aware that overusing the phrase, I'm triggered, that triggered me, he's so triggering, she's so triggering, trigger warning before you're about to say something, do you also recognize that as also disempowering language? Now, where we think we are taking personal responsibility by saying, I'm so triggered. Let's understand what a trigger really means and what we're actually saying below the surface. Below the surface, we're still saying that person's behavior triggered something in me, got a response out of me that is not desirable. It's not the way I wanted to feel, so therefore I am triggered. But to make sure that we are actually taking our power back and to make sure that we are really reserving the word trigger for its most appropriate um, times, I think we need to reflect on what what a trigger actually means and be respectful of using it and using it at the appropriate times. And my question for you really is, are you using the phrase I'm triggered or he or she triggered me as a cop-out for really you not having a high level of emotional intelligence, as a cop-out for you not emotionally regulating yourself, as a cop-out for you deciding to feel a little low vibe in this moment. Rather than taking true responsibility, which would be recognizing that someone has done or said something that you don't like and still choosing love. That's the, that's the real work. The work isn't to recognize, oh, I've been triggered. The real work is recognizing when someone says something or does something that is 
uncomfortable to you, it's confronting to you, and still choosing love, still choosing to respond rather than to react. So I'm going to share a little snippet of a training that I did inside of the academy where we were talking all about triggers and understanding our triggers. When is the appropriate time to use the word triggered or to acknowledge yourself as being triggered? And when it's just a cop-out for us not having that level of emotional intelligence that would keep us above the trigger. Trigger is about something reminding us of a traumatic event. Okay? So, um, and it can make our body feel like it's happening in present time. So, what we call a lot of things trigger is actually just something you don't like. You don't like that. It's uncomfortable, but it's not a trigger. A trigger is related to a traumatic event. Okay. So that's the first distinction we need to understand because this overuse of trigger has made it like us, even us who are so educated, who know this space are using it in the wrong context. And now we are completely missing the meaning of trigger, but we are also giving our power away. And I'll explain that after I explain a little bit more of this. Okay. Now, so it's linked to a traumatic event and it makes your body feel like it's in the present moment. Now, if you listen to my podcast with Jermaine, she talks about, and, and uh, Joe Dispenza often talks about this as well. There's a lot of great speakers that talk about it. It's like your body keeps a score, you know, your nervous system holds the memory. So basically the bigger the memory, the bigger the emotional, the physiological response in your body. And then your body kind of takes memory and programs that. And then if something in the future feels familiar, to that, your body is going to have that same physiological response. It happens like that. You're activated, you're triggered. Okay. So the trigger is actually coming from a traumatic event. If you are just upset, it's not a trigger. You just upset by it. You just don't like it. You're uncomfortable. You don't like that person's opinion. That person was rude, but unless that scent of physiological response in your body that was reminiscent of a time that you were abused or you got into really verbal altercations with someone where it it created like a lot of trauma in your body you don't get to call that a trigger thank you so much for taking the time to be with me today if you love this episode please share it with someone And if you're a longtime listener, it would mean the absolute world to me if you would rate and review this show on iTunes. I love you so much and I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. And remember, it's not only possible to have it all, it is your birthright.